This episode of Spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. Today I'm joined by three local nonprofits, F3 Naperville Foundation, the Illinois chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, and the Western DuPage Special Recreation Association. You're watching Spotlight, and joining me now from F3 Naperville Foundation is Michael Ruffin. Welcome to the show, Michael. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited because we haven't chatted before, so right. let's just start out with what is F3 Foundation? How did it start? When did it start? Give me the griff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the F3 Naperville Foundation uh, really exists because of F3 Naperville, and that's part of the uh, F3 um, uh, workout group, lead men's leadership group around the country and now even global. So. There's an F3 Naperville uh, local region here. There's a couple thousand guys that um, go out there. And F3 stands for uh, Fitness, Fellowship, and Faith. So our fitness is we get up early in the morning and work out together. Our fellowship is we're around other guys, other uh, like-minded, like high-impact men. Uh, we have coffee together. We talk about uh, life and work and family and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then the faith part is uh, it's a non-denominational uh, organization, right? But there's an understanding that there's a higher power at work, right? That we're not fully in charge of, of what's going on here. And that comes to play a lot from a community service perspective. So the F3 Naperville region uh, has been around since 2018 and is always kind of looking for places to give back to our local communities. Um, and so early days, five years ago, past the hat type of opportunities, right? Guys would have an opportunity to create, hey, let's raise some money for, for a local nonprofit or let's go help this family in need. And so we'd pass the hat. As that region has grown, that really wasn't scalable. So uh, a couple guys took the initiative and went down the path of starting this foundation. So the F3 Naperville Foundation really exists um, uh, to support our local community here in Naperville. Uh, we have locations in Aurora um, and Bolingbrook and uh, Lyle as well, but uh, heavily in the Naperville area. Um, and so we raise money from those guys in F3 Naperville and their families and their employers. Um, and then we quickly try and get that back into the community. Um, and so we're trying to, to raise money and support local, uh, local organizations in our community to really just kind of better the communities that we are living in here in Naperville. Okay, so give us an idea, like uh, for the F3 group, about how many guys do you have here in Naperville? Yeah, a couple thousand have at okay. least come out for one workout. Okay. Uh, and there's probably about 500 or so each week that are coming out. So, okay, um, so again, a pretty big group. Yeah, it started with one workout a week uh, five years ago, and now there's 50, 54 opportunities each week uh, to come out and work out. So, um, again, they're all small workout groups, uh, and so we've really kind of grown. And as the guys have grown and the, uh, the roster has grown, the opportunity to give back has grown as well. So okay. we've created some opportunities to try and facilitate that. Okay, so the foundation then really is sort of the more formal outgrowth of what you were thinking about as part of F3. Is that the Yeah, way absolutely. To kind of, okay. So back in the day, right, we would try and raise some money for a local organization and someone would just have to collect that themselves. Personal bank accounts and all right. sorts of stuff, right? Um, and we tried to, and we wanted to try and scale that. So, Hard to do. Uh, right, but we had some guys with some initiative and some desire to uh, stand up this foundation. So we, now we can be uh, a financial arm for that, where we can help collect funds. Um, and so we do that a couple different ways, um, and then we disperse that right back into the community to really great charitable and humanitarian causes that are helping our uh, greater community. 
Okay, so talk a little bit about how you're raising the money. What kinds of things are you involved in? Yeah, so that kind of goes about in two different ways. So sometimes a guy just has an idea and he maybe wants to do a physical challenge and say, if we can, uh, we were going to raise money for an organization or a charity, uh, we can collect those funds that guys are going to chip in, five bucks, 20 bucks, uh, and then disperse that back to that organization. And that just kind of happens organically. Okay. The other way we do that, we have a, our premier fundraising event uh, is actually coming up uh, on September 24th. Uh, it's our fourth annual 5K. So we have a 5K run, walk event. We hold it up at St. James Park in Warrenville. Okay. Really great course, crushed limestone. It goes yep. through the trees and the woods. It's very beautiful. Uh, yeah, so this will be our fourth annual one this September. And all proceeds from that event, the foundation then turns around and disperses that back into our community. So. Uh, you get to go out there and, and participate with your family. It's very family friendly. We had the Kona ice truck out there last year. We've got a DJ. Uh, we had over 400 registered runners and walkers last year. Um, and so that registration uh, becomes the proceeds and then the foundation works with the local community and different partners in the nonprofit world to then help donate back to them so they can support their missions. Okay, so talk a little bit about that because as a foundation, what would be, is it who decides who is receiving funding, yeah. and um, you know how, how do you see the impact that you've had since you started the foundation? Yeah, so um, when guys have uh, ideas that they want to raise some money for uh, a specific organization, we just run with that. Uh, from a 5K perspective, when we're collecting the tens of thousands of dollars, um, we've gone about a couple different ways. And we're all volunteer, so we're not professionals in this, <laughs> in this space, right? So we're learning as we go. Sure. Uh, a couple years ago, we uh, accepted grant requests and uh, evaluated those and uh, determined, right, where is the most need? Where can we have the most impact locally with all these organizations? Because there's, there's a lot of great nonprofit organizations well, in the Naperville area. About over 300 area. in the area, yes. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, we could spread ourselves very thin quickly. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then... So last year then, we started to identify some different themes that align with F3's mission, right? So uh, first and foremost, we're looking uh, at organizations that are helping with some of the most basic needs of life, right? The most vulnerable members of our community uh, that may not have access to food or shelter or safety, right? So what are those organizations and how can maybe we partner them with some special projects or maybe just general operating costs? Uh, then we also look at some organizations that are helping community members get right. Uh, and so some of the organizations in that kind of fall into kind of mental health, mental health, mental illness organizations, uh, recovery and, and addiction programs. How can we help support them and get people back up on their feet? And then lastly, taking a look at organizations that are helping to accelerate community members once they're kind of up and, and running. Um, what type of life skills and, and resources can our organizations helping provide those people uh, through that faction? So uh, really looking at a couple different themes there really just trying to help uh, better our community and get people up and running. Okay, so as you talk about that, obviously there was just some themes, which is great, and I like how you bring it back to kind of the three Fs, right? Yeah. Um, certain geographies that you're focused on? Yeah, certainly Naperville, uh, mm -hmm. right? Naperville is the name of our region. That's where most of our locations are. That's where most of, of the men and their families live. Uh, and so we certainly focus heavily in the Naperville area, but also some surrounding areas, right? We do have some guys in Lyle and uh, Bolingbrook and Aurora, even Oswego, and uh, the funds that we have available to disperse back to the community come mostly from them and their employers and their families. So uh, to be stewards of that money, we feel it's incumbent upon us to stay very hyper-localized in sure. that and support the organizations that are 
supporting those communities. Yeah, it's kind of that whole charity begins at home, right? If we all try to take care of what is happening in that geographic area, yeah. then you know that, that can be very helpful. Yep, absolutely. How, how might people get involved with you, Michael? Yeah, so our website is a great place, uh, is a great place to start. We've got information there. Uh, there's links to give there. Um, uh, there's lots of transparency, right? With, we're, we're a registered 501c3, so uh, everything is uh, transparent there in terms of uh, what money are we taking in and how quickly are we donating that back out. But our website's a great spot. Uh, we're on all the social media platforms uh, with Facebook and Instagram uh, and Twitter as well. So uh, lots of great things. And with that 5K just uh, now under three months away, uh, certainly we're, we're highlighting a lot of those. We're getting sponsors coming in uh, for that. So there's going to be a lot. Uh, this is really a busy time for the FD Naperville Foundation because the more runners and racers we can register, the more money we can actually give back into our communities. And so that's really our number one goal. Thank you, Michael, for coming by. We appreciate it. Thanks so much for having us. Appreciate Absolutely. the time. Absolutely. And if you are interested in learning more about the F3 Naperville Foundation or their upcoming race, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. We live in a safe community, but not a crime-free community. If you see something, say something. Be a Naperville Crime Stopper. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernett, and joining me now from the Illinois chapter of the Alzheimer's Association is Karen Charvette. So nice to have you on the set. Thanks, Jane. Yeah. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, the association is an all-volunteer-led organization, right? So mm -hmm. how did you come to volunteer? I came to volunteer actually after being at... Um, the walk a number of years ago. My mom had been diagnosed in 2016 and I started getting involved with the walk in 2018. And that was really my first, you know, volunteer effort into the association and, uh, you know, stuck with me now. Okay. Yeah. And what's your role now? Um, I am honored to be serving a second year as the event um, co-chair for the DuPage Walk to End Alzheimer's. Okay. Yes, it's being held here in Naperville. Okay. Yes. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, in terms of just, and you talked about that with your mom's diagnosis, and I mm -hmm. remember quite mm -hmm. well when that occurred. Mm -hmm. um, talk about how that made you feel in terms of knowing there was an organization that was there to support you. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, from the very, very beginning, it was such an overwhelming diagnosis for our family and for my mom. Um, my mom, um, you know, thankfully, if I look back on it this way, um, sort of refuted the diagnosis. She didn't want to believe it, and I'm, I'm pretty sure most of us would react that way. But my sister and I immediately turned to the, um, to the organization instantaneously for information and to start to do our own research. Um, just because we were just over, overwhelmed, overwhelmed at, at what we had been told. And then, you know, it's, you always want to read other people's experiences right away, too, to see if what 
others have gone through mirrors what you're seeing and what your experience is. And um, with with the the way the organization is set up, the Alzheimer's Association, not only does it provide tremendous amounts of research um, and information on their own website, but they provide support groups. And that's just been a huge, huge thing. Yeah, talk about that a little bit, so. Oh, most definitely. Um, I would say probably a year or two into the journey, as we, as we call it, uh, I started to realize that I really needed some more, more than just info, more than just reading, I needed to start talking. Mm. And I needed to hear from others who were walking this same walk. And um, on, on the website, you can search for support groups that are in your, in your local community. Okay. And that's what I did and, and went um, to a local support group right here in Naperville and met uh, a wonderful group of people. Um, again, all walks of life. This is, this is definitely something that strikes, sadly, everyone. Um, and it just made such a difference to be heard mm. and to listen. Yeah. Trouble mm -hmm. shared, trouble halved. Mm -hmm. Doesn't make it go away, but it sure does sometimes make you feel just a little bit better. You're not Absolutely. alone. Absolutely. You're not alone. And yeah. that's just it. You know, with my mom sort of taking the stance of, oh, they don't know what they're talking about. I sure, I don't have this. She was a little bit more angry about it. Um, to my sister and I being like, no, she does have this, and we need to learn right away everything that, you know, we're seeing and experiencing, and of course, what was to come. Yeah. Well, yeah, to come. absolutely. Now, I think, and you've talked about it as a journey, and you've talked about having people to walk with you on that journey. So yes. let's talk a little bit about the walk. Let's if do. If somebody has never been to the Alzheimer's walk, mm -hmm. tell them what it's going to be like. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you, it is like, um, it has a festival type of atmosphere. Um, it, there's so many people that go, first of all, and if you're a family that's going through this or you've lost someone to the disease, you just are welcomed instantaneously with like a, a hug of comfort, you know, because you know you're entering a space where everyone gets it. Everyone gets it. And there's all sorts of things to do. Yes, you have to walk. That was probably a big thing for me. I'm not a walker, but I love to walk now. <laughs> I walk those three miles and you do walk, but there's a lot of things going on. There's resource tables, there's an area where we pamper caregivers, there are family zone where you can play some games with the kids and it really just, it involves everyone. In fact, you can even bring, you know, your dog on a leash okay. to the walk. So it's very, very positive, it's uplifting. Okay. Um, you'll hear stories um, from families that have, have um, gone through um, you know, some, some, some pretty tough times. But overall, it is such a morning of hope mm -hmm. and it's an atmosphere really I think unlike any other um, it's just very supportive it's very yeah. supportive and you feel like you're amongst people who understand you without have ever even having to say a word so give us the details on the skinny yes. on this year's walk that yes. you're the co-chair of so yes. I want all the details yes. where is it when is it um, it is actually in downtown Naperville um, Sunday September 17th uh, 8 o'clock um, you can still register a team. You can register, um, you know, a group of your friends, however you'd like to participate. We'd love to have more and more people join us. Um, I know that you have the website there. If they can visit the website, it's wonderful. Um, and sign up for a team, 8 o'clock. Usually we're done by about noon. Okay. On the walk, but it's right at North Central College uh, in the stadium. 
Okay. And um, you don't walk around the track, though. There's all these activities that happen there in the stadium for about the first hour. Okay. And then off we go throughout really the um, downtown area. It covers maybe about uh, five, six blocks throughout downtown Naperville. It's just beautiful. Okay. And you walk as a big group. It's just a nice. lot of fun. You don't even feel like you're walking. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I love how you're selling that. And as you're signing up as a team, are you making a commitment to a fundraising amount? Is that how that works? Hopefully, yes. We okay. love to see all those teams um, really have, um, you know, about maybe a $50 to $100 threshold per walker on their team. Okay. But boy, we just, you know, we just want people to come out and have fun and uh, any donation is always welcome. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to circle back. Something you mentioned, and I think it's an important piece, mm -hmm. is that caregiver piece. You talked about, you know, at the at the walk, there'll be that caretaker, oh, yes. uh, caregiver sec uh, section. That's such an important part, right? Whether in yeah. some cases the caregiver is a family member, and in many cases they're not. Say a little bit more about that whole area, Karen, because I know sure. it's something you're very familiar with. Very familiar with it. Um, yes, in many cases... Um, you know, the person who has Alzheimer's, they may be um, being taken care of by their spouse or their, their child. Um, in our case, um, while I, I really was tending to my mom's affairs and I was called her main caretaker, we absolutely um, had a daily and evening caregiving team, really a team of about seven caregivers, and um, they were on the clock 24-7. And... Um, these, these individuals, I, I just could never tell you or express the gratitude that my sister and my whole family has for people that do this, this work. They just they care and they give with their hearts. Obviously, yes, it's a job, but they never treated it as a job. My mom was their family member, and conversely, they you know, became our family members as well. Um, it, is, it is such a huge thing to be caring for another person's parent or spouse or, or whatever. Um, but again, the um, Alzheimer's Association has tremendous caregiver resources. So many times our caregivers would, would even use the um, 800 number, a 24-7 staffed hotline, multilingual hotline, um, just to ask questions. And is this normal? And you know, what, what, what can I expect with this? Just all sorts of anything you could imagine. Mm. And it's answered by a person. Yes. 24-7. That is incredible. And truly, it, it gives them a, that needed sense of support at 2 o'clock in the morning when there's, you know, rages and things like that. It's very yeah. common. Yeah. You know, just um, people don't just react to the disease from 9 to 5, right? Yeah. Or Monday through Friday. So the fact that they have these resources available 24-7 um, is just tremendous. And again, there's, there's tons of care, caregiver support groups as well. Because what you might be going through as as the child, adult child, um, uh, it's different for someone that's actually providing the, the nursing service. care and the service. So overall, it, it, it's just a, a, a wonderful, wonderful resource for families and for people living with Alzheimer's. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I want to thank you for coming and sharing your You're journey. Welcome. You're uh, welcome. Also, I mean, just sharing, I think sometimes people don't realize the amount of resources that uh, associations like the Alzheimer's Association have. And yeah. so uh, thank you for sharing that. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me today. You are so welcome. Yeah. You're so welcome. And to find out more about the Illinois chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight.
Busey Bank is proud to partner in building business and growing wealth since 1868. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. Welcome back to Spotlight. And joining me now from the Weston DuPage Special Recreation Association is Heather Richardson and Becky Lastris. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thanks for having us. So excited to have you here. So we'll start off. Tell us a little bit about your organization and what you do. Absolutely. So we provide recreation programs to kids, teens, and adults with disabilities. Um, so some of the pillars that we really look at are um, enriching lives. So we try and provide the same types of opportunities as our local park district would. So we've got sports programs, fitness programs, dance and theater, summer camp, um, all of the same types of recreation programs that you might find at your local park districts. Um, we also like to connect our communities. So here in Naperville, you might see us out at the Bolero Bowling Alley with our bowling program, playing volleyball or floor hockey down at Fort Hill, um, just really trying to engage with the community that our participants are coming from. Um, and then last but not least is creating fun. Um, who doesn't like to have fun? So we really look to provide social opportunities and fun and exciting events for our participants to engage in so that we can really provide them with the best quality of life. Yeah. Now, talk a little bit of, for a minute about your participants from age what to what? Um, you know, it really kind of depends. So uh, through our inclusion services, we often support um, some of our littlest participants in swim lessons as they're in that preschool age, um, all the way up through older adults. So it's really the full uh, lifespan and it's anyone with any type of a disability. Okay, wonderful. Now that's a lot of things that you're doing. How do you make that happen? You know, it really comes down to our part-time staff. They are the superstars behind what we do, and they truly bring the magic to our programs. Um, and with that, we actually are looking for some people to join our team as we head into our fall programming. Um, so when I look at people like uh, Becky here, some of the things that really stand out within our staff that really bring that magic to our programs, um, engaging with our participants, right? We don't want to stand on the side and be a spectator. We are in the program, in the game, in the activity, um, engaging and playing right alongside our participants. Um, we kind of take every day as it comes. Every day is a new and exciting adventure, and we embrace it with open arms and a smile on our face. And we have fun with our participants. Because if I'm having fun, if Becky's having fun in our programs, it's going to be infectious and our participants are going to have fun as well. Okay, okay, I love that. So Becky, you're bringing the magic. So what attracted you to Worcester? During the school year, I am an occupational therapist at an elementary school in the community. And I really heard about how much fun the organization was through my students and their families. They talk about how they can access all these amazing community resources and how much fun they're having going to camps and doing all sorts of the park district things that we know and love. Mm. Um, it's also summer, so <laughs> being off, it's really nice to have the opportunity to earn a little bit of money. I've got those loans coming up again too. <laughs> yes, yes. And all sorts of like home expenses and things. I was like, there has to be an opportunity to earn a little bit of additional income. What really cinched the deal with me was when I was talking with Heather during my interview process was learning more about how flexible everything is. Ah, say more. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of different experiences across all of the communities that WD serves, but it's also 
a lot of different time opportunities. So I can fill my schedule however I want or however I need to based on the, my own summer schedule or however I want to engage with the camps that I'm in or the other participants that I support. So it's been really great to be as busy or as free as I want to be. So Becky, that, that sounds great because you can kind of fit it into your life. Uh, and particularly, you know, you're already working in that field. So talk a little bit about what this experience is like for you. Sure. So during the school year, I see one group of students. I see, you know, kindergarten through fifth grade in one role, in one setting, doing one thing, which is working really hard at school. But we have so much more to us. There's so much more that enriches our lives. And part of that are the things that we like and need to do in our communities, our leisure activities, our clubs, our sports, all of those sorts of things. So when I joined Wedzra, I get to help them access all of those community things. I get to see how much fun everybody's having. It's really nice to not always be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not always asking for something super difficult. I'm there along with you having just like a great time being out and right now enjoying summer. Nice, yeah. nice. Well, that's, so let's talk a little bit about that, Heather, because, yeah. you know, obviously Becky's got a lot of experience in this mm -hmm. field. Does everybody need to have that kind of level of experience to work for Westra? Absolutely not. Um, we're truly lucky when we find a gem like Becky or like someone who brings a lot of experience. However, on the flip side, a majority of our staff actually are high school and college students where this is their first job. Um, they don't have any previous work experience, disability experience, and that's okay. Um, as long as you have that interest and that willingness to learn, um, that really goes a long way. And additionally, we look at other types of flexibility as well. Um, Becky mentioned that during the summer, she was able to fill her schedule. Um, as we look here in the fall, she's got a full-time job, but she knows that she can come on over and work one night, two nights mm -hmm. a week. Um, so we can do as little or as much as our staff are really looking to do. Um, similarly, we have people that come and work for a season and then they have to take a season off because they're in a sport, they can't commit and that's okay. Um, and so I think when we look at from one side of the spectrum to the other in a lot of different areas, that's what I think makes working here right. so unique and so fun and just a great fit regardless of what your lifestyle is. Sure, and you're getting to enjoy some fun activities, but I would also imagine you're getting some really good life experience. Absolutely, and it's yeah. sometimes those things that you don't think about. It's communication skills as you are talking with parents or other staff and brainstorming how to work with a participant or work through a situation. It is going into the community and greeting people that have never heard of WD. What are you doing here? Um, and so it's that customer service aspect. It is patience and flexibility and all of those soft skills that we all long to have. And it gives us a chance to practice those as well. Now, as we wrap up, how can people find out more? How can they get employment for the fall? Absolutely, so visiting our website is going to be the first thing. Um, and one thing that I do just kind of want to take a second to point out is um, if, if you know anyone that is looking for any type of employment, we actually have a referral program. Um, so if any prospective candidate mentions you in their interview, we will then reward you with $100. Oh. Um, so definitely something that's unique. Um, we just like to spread the word. And again, it comes back to connecting that community. Um, and so we have found that by introducing this referral program, we have the opportunity to connect with more networks of people. That's nice. That's great. Well, people need to get out there and get on your website, right? Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming by. We so appreciate it. Have a great rest of your summer, and we wish you all the best for a very full employment fall. So.
Thanks for having us. Absolutely. For more information about Weston DuPage Special Recreation Association, please go and visit their website. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at UC Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's episode. To learn more about the organizations featured today, please visit our website at nctv17.org. And to stay informed about what's happening in our community, sign up to receive our daily news update and follow us on social media. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Renette. Thank you for watching. This episode of Spotlight is brought to you by presenting sponsor, UC Bank.